Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Did you bring your thinking caps? Because it's time to put them on. Because the conversation starts now. brains and welcome home welcome to on the edge with april mahoney that's right this is the spot this is the location where the conversation is pointed the guests are sharp and the responses are never dull and today we have Teresa shantz thank you here with us on the edge she is a sister leo we are going to talk about the pride we're going to talk about our pride we're going to talk about how that connects to our spirituality, who we are, who we are meant to be, and girl, how the world is changing, because it's a cold piece out there. Talk about her amazing podcast and something she has that I'm envious of, a camper. <laughs> so that and a whole lot more. Let's welcome her to the edge, Teresa Schultz. How are Thank you? Thank you, Miss April. I am lovely on this day, and I'm so excited that we're both Leos. Woo! Roar! Girl. Okay, so let's start with the struggle. We are so... Um, when is your birthday? July 28th. July 28th. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're at the early part. I'm August 17th. Oh, yeah. Later, Leo. Yeah. Now, I just turned 60. Mm-hmm. You want to share how old you are? 54. 54. Well, honey, mm-hmm. let me tell you something. When that clock hits 60... There, there's something that's going to happen to you. There is there is something innately that is going to happen to you. You know, when you went from 40 to 50 and 50 mm-hmm. now to 60, uh, where I am in a space of being respectful, mm-hmm. but unapologetic. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to just go for the okie doke. Right. Okay. Which as Leo's, we are pretty outspoken people, mm-hmm. you know, but, and that can get us into trouble. That can get us, <laughs> yes. it, it can, because, you know, sometimes we overstep our boundaries. Mm-hmm. We do other people's boundaries as well, but we demand loyalty. Mm-hmm. We're respectful. We love hard. Mm-hmm. We're very smart. We're very creative. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We're a bit of a predator, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. all of those characteristics can make it, difficult for people to understand us. Mm-hmm. Where do you find that you you fall within that? Have you run across some of those experiences? Oh, without a doubt, April. Being a Leo, I mean, I like that fierce, that creative, that strength that I've tried to my whole life really unfold. That's, I would say that's why I came in with that Leo because I'm here this lifetime to go, okay, let's roar this, let's get it on. And honestly, I've been that way since I was a little girl. My mom would tell you like, Teresa was ready to get out in the world. She was on a move. She was, you know, never settling down. It's like, I'm always moving. So yeah, that positive creative side of Leo, which can be, we can be fierce and we can be up in people's face. And so learning for myself, the spiritual part of me has really helped me calm that down a bit and really understand how to focus that energy because it is energy, like everything's energy. So as Leo's, that strong energy can come across as well, like, you know, being a, a strong woman, especially too, 
and, and you know living life it's like yeah it can be it can be challenging and it has yeah. been for myself but it can be again it can be a double-edged sword because mm -hmm. we can be aggressive mm -hmm. you know yes. because yes. we we're no nonsense mm -hmm. no so i have yes. i've tried to learn to just really um embrace this more than ever i do a lot of work and as you can see the history of my show i've done yes. 1500 shows mm -hmm. and the thing is i've talked to a great great people but mm -hmm. one thing that i have learned to incorporate since i've been 60 is how i process mm -hmm. how i receive it how i react to it mm -hmm. i had a conversation with myself a couple days ago i was hotter than fish grease girl i was mad but then, <laughs> but then i thought about it i said you know what april it's how you're going to react to the situation. Mm -hmm. Are you going to continue the same old destructive patterns that have made me feel bad, raised my blood pressure, made mm -hmm. me angry, made me, you know, appear aggressive or unyielding? Mm -hmm. Or are you going to try a different strategy? Right. And I tried a different strategy just by having that simple conversation with me and my spiritual God. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, I, it was like an elevator ascending from the 25th floor. Mm -hmm. I just came down just so easy and quiet. Mm -hmm. And you know, it popped back up because the devil is busy. Okay. <laughs> it popped back up. But then I said, you know what? Nope. Mm -hmm. And I've settled with it and it's turned out. And you know what? It tricks other people up too, because they're expecting for you to come one way. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're not. Tell us which way you come and where are you coming from? I'm coming from a space of spiritual freedom because mm. we're in a place now, which you said a little bit ago about, you know, the world is changing and everything's different every single day. Now for myself, I truly believe that change is constant. So no matter what I'm here until my last breath, it's going to be constant change, but we've had some radical ones the last couple of years. So for myself, it's about feeling freedom inside, feeling the space that I need to do to, to do my work to work with my spiritual guidance, to work with my psychic perceptions, to work with my energy. And that's where my spirituality has been my God savior. I mean, really it has been. It's been a place where it has helped me so much get through life and the challenges. And, you know, like you're saying, I mean, as we get older, you know, things change within us and, and we do get that like, okay, for myself, it's more of a calmness. Like I'm, I'm wiser. I'm smarter. I've lived more life. Unlike when I was 18 in the military, going crazy over in Germany, you know, having fun with everything that was, you know, there, like I'm, I'm so different now because I've lived some life, mm -hmm. but coming back to my spiritual part of me, that has been a game changer. So that to me, that came about my, I went to massage therapy school at 38 and I had two young children. I was a homemaker, I've been at home for like 11 years, said I was guided to go to massage therapy school. And that's when really the dam broke open. And from that time on, it was really game on with learning different techniques, doing massage, healing work, Reiki, all kinds of different modalities, and just really exploring. So to me, it's been really a life of, of for myself, of, of accessing that spiritual part of me, because I believe we have all kinds of parts. We've got, we've got mind, body, spirit, so it all comes together, and it can look all kinds of ways for all kinds of people. But for myself, it really looks like being practical and just keeping it simple. There's a lot of stuff out in the world that's intellectual and that's fine because that's where people are at. That's great. I'm more about coming back to what do you, how do you feel about that? How does that feel for you? Like for myself working through this last couple of years, 
there's been times when I've had to check in with myself and my, and my guidance and say, is that what I need to be doing for myself? Yes or no. And I got the right answer. And thank goodness I moved forward with what I needed to do for myself. So that's really where I'm at right now, April. I'm really here to support people with spiritual freedom and whatever it looks like for them, but working with your inner guidance, working with your well, energy field. You know, and and again, we're gonna banner back and forth because sure. because whatever it looks like for them, mm -hmm. sometimes people don't even have a vision. Yes, ma'am. They don't have a, a, a compass. They don't have a North Star, mm -hmm. no sense of direction, who they are. They're lost in the world mm -hmm. and they're influenced and they're manipulated and mm -hmm. they're tricked up. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I just came from Europe mm -hmm. and I went to the Vatican. Mm -hmm. That's a whole nother show. I'm not even going to talk about that. <laughs> but how people can be coerced, mm -hmm. can be loved, can be directed, but also be manipulated and brainwashed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is with any thing that mm -hmm. could be too much love. That could be a relationship that could be your parents, uh, epigenetics, generational trauma. Mm -hmm. So people need to really kind of do some soul searching. Number one, look in the mirror mm -hmm. for about 20 minutes. Just sit there. I remember the Reverend Al Sharpton telling me one day, he say, baby, that mirror is just not for a reflection. It's also a place for you to make corrections. Mm, so you sit there and you sit there and you're looking at yourself. Who do you want to be? Mm -hmm. What are the characteristics that you see outlined in yourself that you want to change? Some things you're not happy with. Mm -hmm. You know, is it your nose? Maybe you want a nose job. Is it your partner? Maybe you want a new partner. Mm -hmm. But your spirituality and your religious doctrine are your core. Mm -hmm. That is your North Star. Mm -hmm. That is your compass. That is your sense of direction. And so many people get them confused, uh, Teresa. Religion and spirituality. To mm -hmm. me, religion is your roadmap. Mm -hmm. But spirituality is that one-on-one -on -one connection. It's the ultimate destination. Mm -hmm. You know, what was your awakening? What was your aha moment? Hmm. I would say I've had uh, my aha moment. Gosh, I guess it's really when I went to massage therapy school. Mm. Because at that moment, I recognized um, that I guess the piece of me that was missing was really that getting in touch with other people and, and the energy and the exchange and that mm -hmm. that feeling part of it, which I had never experienced before. So I think that's when my, well, that's really when my awakening happened. It was through, through massage school. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it, it, it was the touch because a lot of people are, you know, a lot of people don't like massage. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, girl. That was the first thing I did when I got on that cruise ship was to go down and find me the best massage <laughs> therapist down there. But it's the exchange of energy. They can't relax. Mm -hmm. Maybe or they've be been touched. A lot of people can't be touched. Right. Because, you know, and touch, not just physically, but spiritually and mentally. Yes, ma'am. You know? But you know, April, I also believe that there's all kinds of levels of consciousness on the planet. And so everyone's at different levels. And so that's where I just go, okay, if that's the, if that's the games you want to play, the manipulations or whatever, that's for their learning. That's their opportunity. And that's me. It's none of my business. So that's what's really from my wisdom too, is like, Hey, it's none of my business and stepping back and going, okay, you know, 
good, you know, good luck with that and have at it because they're going to be learning and growing and which is what we're all here to do. So that's how I like to also look at where everybody's at versus because before, when, before I really became spiritual, I would be very like judgmental and oh my God, what are they doing? Well, I, was, I was just bring, yeah. I was just getting ready to bring up the J word. Yep. Because judgmental, am mm -hmm. I judgmental? Yeah, I own it. I have, absolutely. Mm -hmm. My judgment is a part of my inter uh, compass. Mm -hmm. My judgment is a way for me to understand as being a Leo mm -hmm. where there is fear. I can mm -hmm. smell it. Mm -hmm. uh, where there's a predator, I can see it. Mm -hmm. Where there is um, manipulation, I can hear it. Mm -hmm. You know, And that's all because of judgment. Now, that judgment does not have to be negative. That mm -hmm. doesn't mean that if, you know, that's like okra. <laughs> I always use this example. I can't stand okra. <laughs> <laughs> but because you eat it, I'm not going to not like you. Mm -hmm. You know? Right. So it's just kind of where you are in all of that. But mm -hmm. judgment does play like jealousy. Mm -hmm. People don't like to own up to being envious or being jealous of someone else. It is a pure, authentic emotion. One that you may not like, one that you don't have to stay stuck in, mm -hmm. but it is what it is. Right. How do people get unstuck? You know, I, I, I just don't know. I know what it is for me. But they're just in this place. They're in this cocoon. How do they break out? You know, I think that's individual. That's to each and every person. That's, the, you know, where do they come from? What's their environment like? Who are they surrounded by? You know, where are they at in their journey? I mean, that's really what it boils down to is each of us have our own personal journeys. We came in. We came in alone. We're leaving alone. Why we're here, we're playing the game. We're in, a, you know, in relationship. We're working with our spiritual helpers. We're working with our energy and the spiritual part, and like you said, perhaps religion or whatever it is for each person. But it, it really is just about the journey and their unfoldment, really. Right. Now you've taken this full throttle, okay? You put, yes, your, foot, you put this, your foot on the gas. Yep. So you've created a podcast. Yes, now, I have. The, the gentleman I see you with, is that your husband? Yes, it is, yes. Okay, so you're partnering with him. You have someone that you're on the same accord with. Mm -hmm. Um. Why have you decided to make this your life mission now? You know, it's interesting, April, because since I've been little, I knew I was on this mission. I didn't know about spirituality, but I'm like, I've been directed and I've been, you know, like I'm going gangbusters and like step by step, everything I've done in my life has been about getting to me to right now, just like this is getting me to tomorrow. So everything is a step. So I came in with this mission. I like to say I'm on a mission from God, like the, the Blues Brothers. Right, right. <laughs> so that's my big thing is I'm on a mission from God, like the Blues Brothers. But things just unfolded and things just presented themselves at the right timing. So my connection with Tom started was in 2017. Met him at a spiritual retreat. We had a, we had this big opening, this big veil appeared. And we're like, I know you, I know you. And then past life stuff and deja vu happened and so that just unfolded and we were both ready for the partnership, ready to come together, ready to do our spiritual work. Then the podcast came upon in 2020 when we were in isolation. Uh, we couldn't go out and we couldn't do any kind of, um, you know, seeing people or workshops and, and you know, my, we were doing mind, body, spirit festivals in Australia. So I started the podcast in Australia by myself, didn't know what the heck I was doing, you know, gangbusters, I'm just doing this. And, you know, it's just developed and that it's beautiful. I was thinking about it before I got on. It's like, 
my podcast is like, remember those um, packages of potato chips? They had like Doritos and Fritos and Cheetos and Ruffles. And they were like a variety pack. That's exactly how my podcast is. It's a variety pack of spiritual, I like to call mini morsels, but it's just sharing other people and what they're doing in the world. Because I myself love, I love not, da I love dabbling. I'll just call it dabbling. I love, you know, exploring. I love, you know, having different varieties of breath work and yoga and all kinds of different aspects of ways that I can just keep unfolding and also share it with others in the world. So that's kind of twofold how, you know, Tom and I came together as well as how the podcast started, but wow. yeah, girl, I'm full in. There's no question. It's like, I'm well, on. <laughs> it's odd that you said, uh, mentioned Australia, because I have a huge Australian following. Hey, Aussies, I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a spiritual vortex down there mm -hmm. that people just don't get. Mm -hmm. I got it when I got off the plane. Mm -hmm. The indigenous people were the first people on the planet brains. Now you can believe that trickery about the, the all that other stuff. I'm not going to go into it. You can believe it if you want. I mm -hmm. seen it. I touched it. I smelled it. Mm -hmm. You know, they have an extra chromosome. Mm -hmm. And when you deal with Australians, you don't hear a lot of religious doctrine. Overall, I'm just making a general statement. It's very spiritual. It's very taking it to the next level. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, it's, um, a lot of meditation mm -hmm. it's a lot of um as people would say hoo hoo mm -hmm. what do you say to the person that calls it hoo hoo well i don't work in that because so that that is even that's not my realm like i'm about being practical and about how to work with your spirituality day to day but i want to talk a little bit about australia and america so there's um we when in the work I do through the Wayshores College that's where I was trained in what I'm currently doing. Okay, wait, wait, wait I'm sorry. Say that again. You said it kind of fast. The Wayshores College. The Wayshores College. Which We're gonna is go in back Alexa, to that. Iowa. Okay. Yeah, it's a it's basically a training facility where that I've been in the training that I'm doing right now with the spiritual work as well as the the consultations, the workshops. It's where I've I've been trained. I've been trained in different places too for other work, but this is where I'm currently working with the Wayshores College. So um, we work with the balance of intellect and feeling, your head and heart, unconscious consciousness. So when I went to Australia, I feel that Australians are in their feelings, okay? And Americans, we're in our intellect. Mm. I don't know how you can relate to this. Intellect, intellect or arrogance. <laughs> I don't know. Intellect equals arrogance. I don't know, but it's a difference. So down there, they're just like relaxed. I'm telling you, it's a chill. I mean, I loved it. It's, it's really chill. I love the people down there. I also have a big following, lots of friends down there because Tom, Tom lived there for 30 years and we spent nine months there before during the, um, the beginning of the 2020 um, COVID stuff. And I love it. I love it so much, but it definitely feels different. So I get what you're saying about that feeling of energy and it is. It's a, different, it's a whole different. It's a whole different. It's a whole different place on the planet. I yeah. call it the uh, the 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 core. You mm -hmm. know, our our mm -hmm. core and our center down at the bottom of the earth. So mm -hmm. let's talk about your travels. Now you were a woman in the military. Yes, ma'am. That is a job within itself. Because I'm telling you, they would have kicked this Leo right on out. <laughs> They got to break you down to build you up. I don't know if I'm a conformist. Mm -hmm. 
I'm a bit of a, a, a rebel, but mm-hmm. being a woman in that space, mm-hmm. you know, and being 54, mm-hmm. so that was at least 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, how did that feel? How did that, how did you settle into that? And how did you end up going to the military? Well, I'll tell you, um, it was a, again, one of those stepping stones. So when I was in high school, my parents moved like three times. I went to three different high schools. And so my grades weren't that good. And I was like, what do I do? And I wasn't like a big college person. And they, the people came, the um, recruiters came to school one day and had this big presentation. I'm like, cool, two hours out of the class, I'm there. So then they started with Army and Air Force and Navy. And I'm like, this is interesting. And something in me just started stirring. And my dad was in the, Air, was in the Army. I had my, actually my uncles in the Navy. My grandfather was in the Army. So I've had a lot of background of military in the masculine part of my of my lineage and then i was like okay i'm i'm exploring this so i just started i took the asvab which is the test we take back in the old days i don't know how they do it these days but and um i said i'm out of here and it was my way out so at 17 i went into basic training and um went and we went to basic training and then went to tech school and they asked you where do you want to go to and i'm like um, Germany, Guam. I don't even know why I said that. Germany, Guam. And off I went to Germany for three years and lived over there and and had an absolutely um, amazing time. It was um, a lot of, you know, obviously like being like being a woman over there. I mean, just, you know, way more men than women, mm-hmm. but it was amazing. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I grew so much. And um, that's where I met my first husband was in Germany. And so started that route down there with, um, you know, with, an, with that partner. So it was just, it was an amazing time. It was an amazing experience. I loved it. Well, that's good, you know, but you are also a person that moves beyond just where you currently are. Now, I looked at your bio a little bit. You've lived in Florida, California, and now in Iowa. You're in Iowa now? Yes, ma'am. What are you doing in Iowa in that camper? well so i grew up in california so i was 17 went into the military a couple years then i when my my previous my first husband i was in florida for 30 years Mm -hmm. then i met tom in iowa of all places and we just love to hear april again the energy like i don't know it's i don't know if it's the heartland of america something but there's a grounding force here and i love iowa so we're here in iowa and, and i love it Okay, are Iowa? How do you say them? Iowans. Iowans, yeah. <laughs> are Iowans open to this spiritual awakening? You know, I I don't know. I I can only assess what I see on the television. Mm-hmm. I've never been yeah. to Iowa. I've got a friend. Was it Iowa or Idaho? I think she was in Idaho. Uh, no, I had a, a girlfriend of mine mm-hmm. that lived in Iowa. You know, black family. She said it was it was a little different because mm-hmm. it's you know that's pretty much not the demographic for the most part there. Yeah. Um, but what what is it that you just love? Is it the food? Is it the culture? Is it the people? Is it the open space? Is it what is it? And are they open to your messaging? Okay, so what really strikes me about Iowa is um, the land. So I love, like right now, it's getting into harvest. So 
I can feel that in my body that it's harvest time. I love when I come into winter because I feel like I'm shedding and I go inward. I love when spring, like, so the land here is so bountiful. Mm. I love that. The people here are so down to earth and nice. I mean, a lot of them are farmers or they come from farmers. And so it's that real earthly feeling. Mm -hmm. And yes, they're open to spirituality. Um, I mean, it's kind of like everywhere, you know, I don't know what percentage you would say, you know, like what taps into it, but there's something about the foundation here. And that's really what Tom and I are doing here right now. We're setting our foundation for our business and moving forward. I don't see us living here forever, but at the moment it's serving its purpose. And I'm, I'm very grateful to be here in the, in the Midwest. Well, it, you know, forever is in the moment. Exactly. Because there's, there's nothing promised. The next breath is not promised. Yes, ma'am. What being isolated in COVID taught you, what did it teach you about you as a person? It taught me to connect deeper with who I am and really what I'm here to do. And it taught me that nothing is like you're saying, like the next breath, it could be done. You know, um, also being thankful for the blessings in my life and the people in my life, which come and go, because it's always been that way my whole life. People come in, people leave, but those that are around me as right now are here for a specific reason and I'm grateful for it. And so counting blessings. I think that's the main thing, April, counting blessings. Exactly. I counted it all joy. The mm -hmm. isolation, it was such a time of awareness. Mm -hmm. It was an opportunity that the entire world, now see, th this is what your brains, people have short memories, Teresa. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, everybody had to stop. Mm -hmm. Every single thing from the birds, the bees, the ants, the trees, you, me, everybody had to stop. Mm -hmm. And you had time to reflect. There was a message coming from the universe mm -hmm. that we need to shift. We're in a lunar vortex, brains. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we're in a portal. Okay, we're in a portal. Can you get through the hole? You better try to figure it out. You can resist it as much as you want. Mm -hmm. But it is what it is. Mm -hmm. And you better try to get in line before you get left behind. Mm -hmm. Because I've had my meetings and with the board of directors in my head, with my God, my spirituality. I burn so much sage and play my singing bowls because I'm trying to raise that frequency. I'm trying to change that trajectory. But I think I could do that also inside of a camper. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could. <laughs> Mr. Magnificent, we don't have a place to store it right here. You know, we could store it at the military base, but... Then it kind of deteriorates because you don't use it as much if it's not right in your face. Tell us about that camper. It looks like a beautiful thing. And where do you go? And what do you do? And can you drive? Can you drive the truck and pull it? Yes. Okay. Let's see. Where do I start at? The camper was spirit led. Mm. So Tom had been talking about it last spring. He went and looked. I'm like, no, we're not getting a camper. I don't want a camper. I don't want anything to do with the camper. Then last weekend we went somewhere um, out of town and I was very sick from being in energy with the people in the um, the hotel and the restaurant got me sick. So I'm like, I'm over being in a hotel because Tom and I do travel a lot to do. We do metaphysical fairs. We do expos around Iowa and into Illinois and in Nebraska. So I was over it. So we went literally April, like within a day we went, um, that's the one we want and bought it. Like it was in the discussion. So 
we are going to be traveling. Actually, we're leaving after this um, is recording. We're going to um, South Iowa to try it out our first weekend by ourselves doing this. So because there's a lot of components to it. It's not just like, hey, I'm, I've got my camper and plugged in. No, I saw I was watching the YouTube videos and you better know what you're doing and have some training. Yep. Drive on the outside, you know, yep. understand how wide to turn. Yes, ma'am. All those things, all those mm -hmm. things. So I told my husband, I don't think we'll get a camper. We'll get one of those nice tricked out Mercedes Benz. You know, there you go. yeah, that I can handle that. But, <laughs> uh, but a camper, I don't know if I can handle that. And, you know, like you said, you're doing a lot of heavy lifting, mm -hmm. Teresa, mm -hmm. with spiritual work. Mm -hmm. With med See, I, was, I have great hands, too. I was going to mm -hmm. be a massage therapist. Mm -hmm. But I got to touch one or two people. And I said, nope. I, not I, for you. No, it was it wasn't for me because it is a lot. Mm -hmm. What do you do outside of the camper to cleanse yourself, to to uh, make sure that your connectivity with source is clear? What do you do for you? Um, I do have a cleansing technique that um, I that I do and I, I use it all the time. Um, I do a buffer a buffer technique also every morning and evening to keep myself buffered. Um, connecting with my guidance, just really bringing them in close and feeling their energy around me also helps whenever I'm going through things. But again, like last weekend, I was tore up by the energy around places because it is strong. And so even with cleansing, even with buffering, it's like there are times when it, learning, it was learning for me. It's like, okay, I get it. I don't need to be in these places anymore. I need to find my own, travel with my own place when I can. And that's why we bought the camper. And to rest. Yes. So allow yourself to rest. Because mm -hmm. I will take a power nap in a heartbeat. Yes, ma'am. Me too. <laughs> I was yeah, I was in kindergarten and the, the teacher never had a problem with me. Snack and nap. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to get your blankets. Okay, April was the first one to lay down. You know, mm -hmm. I I like that. I like to be good to me. Mm -hmm. I like to be good to me and people don't know how to be good to themselves. Mm -hmm. They're waiting for outside influences. They're mm -hmm. waiting for other people to validate them and substantiate them and make them feel whole. But brains, you can't do that. Yeah. You, know, you can't receive what you don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, exactly. if you don't know how love feels or how happiness feels or how, you know, spirituality feels, you can't have that expectation of others to give it to you. You've got great guys like Teresa and her husband that can walk you through the process and to give you the tools. But Grace, you got to implement them. You got to do it. So I suggest that you connect with Teresa, that you listen to the podcast because I've listened to it. If you go on Facebook, you'll see uh, some 30-minute sound bites that are very, very interesting. She's got a barrage of guests. Um, and to really kind of see where you are in this process. Nobody's telling you that what she's at her, you know, what she's teaching or what I'd say is the gospel, that that's going to be for you. But you don't know, again, what you don't know. Mm -hmm. And until you were exposed to it, or until I was exposed to it, we didn't realize how good it was. Mm -hmm. So take the opportunity to have the conversation, to broaden your horizons. Mm -hmm. Tell my brains how to get in contact with you, Teresa. Well, there's different ways. Um, my podcast is called Enthusiastically Spiritual Podcast. My website is um, tntspiritworks.com. I will also have the links in the show notes that for April to put there. We also do have a beautiful um, 
spiritual um, spiritual freedom video set of six free videos that you can access and a link to that April will have, which is really a great place to start because it helps you kind of relate to the bigger picture of you as a soul and how to access that freedom and how to move through your life. So it's really a great series of videos that she'll have there. So that's a couple ways to definitely get in touch with me. Um, TNT Spirit Works, I'm on Instagram, Facebook. So on a lot of the, um, the, you know, the bigger platforms, but yeah, those are some ways April to get a hold of me. Well, she is definitely on all of the social media platforms, but beyond that, she's into the spiritual realm mm -hmm. and there's no beginning and there's no end, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and you can dance like the stars, okay? <laughs> uh, or you could, you know, land like a rock. It's it's <laughs> it's totally up to you. But again, I encourage you. You know, that's why I go all over the world to find great people like Teresa. Go to Australia. Go to Asia to really kind of give you different options, mm -hmm. because it is bigger than us, brains. Mm -hmm. But believe me. It's bigger than us. And either, like I said, you're going to get left behind if you don't get in line here. On <laughs> so thank you so much, Teresa, for being here with me. You've been an amazing guest. I'm going to go in and continue to follow you and listen to you, uh, raise my frequency, see how I can be a better person. Brains, I want you to do the same thing. I need you to love, like, and share. Right here. You see that? I'm going to put it right in your face so you can see it. <laughs> Love, like, and share on the edge. Um, it's so important that we love on ourselves. And if you are, like me, in a place of judgment sometimes, be sure that you are editing and filtering and be sure that you understand what that judgment is about. It's not to harm. Sometimes it's just to equalize and understand. Thank you, Miss April. I appreciate the opportunity. All right. You're the best. Bye, brains. Bye, brains. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.